What is going on guys, this is Dude from In The Mix Radio And today we're going to talk about Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia The WWE has signed a 10 year deal for yearly pay-per-views in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia And the shows are usually glorified house shows Not many title changes, maybe one every couple or so. But this show was different and not in a good way. Vince clearly is showing the fans that they're going to eat the crap that he decides to feed them. And they're going to like it. And... That's a pretty crappy way to treat fans that spend their hard-earned money and travel to the events because the fans are the most important and most pivotal part of the business. Without the fans, there is no product. And Talon says... They all say that all the time. They thank the fans. They they show respect to the fans. Because if fans don't spend money, they don't have a job. But since Vince is a billionaire, he clearly doesn't care about the fans. And that's truly sad what he's brought his product to. And... Honestly, he's doing it at the worst time because in years past, he didn't have competition to worry about. But these days, he really does because you have New Japan, you have Ring of Honor, you have Impact, but you also have your biggest competition in AEW, All Elite Wrestling. And that company is really setting the standard for what today's business should look like they listen to the fans they show respect to the fans and that's why the company is growing so rapidly and becoming so successful because they don't just feed the fans crap and expect them to eat it The card overall was, it was okay. I mean, it's nothing that we haven't seen on Raw and SmackDown multiple times over the last 12 months. The kickoff show started with the Viking Raiders, who really haven't done much since they got called up from NXT. And Anderson and Gallows, the OC, who since they've come back have been kind of comedic act uh, a burial act whatever they haven't been used in a dominant fashion like they have in previous promotions the match overall was good we've seen this before Um, back and forth a little bit and it was an okay match I'd give it two stars. 
maybe two and a half stars. Again, we've seen this before so many times. The only difference is this time the OC got the clean win instead of their usual heel cheating ways to win. Um, But again, we've seen this so many times and it really wasn't spectacular. So it's really hard to get excited on a kickoff show with a match that you've seen probably 98 99 times already and we'll probably continue to see another 98 or 99 times the next the next match was the to wait gauntlet match R-Truth and Bobby Lashley started it off the burial of Bobby Lashley continues um Really, there's nothing more to say about that. I don't know if Bobby's just being a good company man or whatever you want to call it. But the burial of Bobby Lashley has really been a point of emphasis since he started the Rusev feud. And he married Lana. R-Truth, he's been a company man for many years. He actually looked okay. In the entire tournament He Picked off Bobby Lashley He picked off Andrade Who's being buried for A supposed failed drug test And who could possibly Be on his way to losing The United States Championship With a very short Forgettable reign We don't even know if he failed a drug test or if it was just because he was unhappy with going to Saudi Arabia. But with Vince, you never know. So he got his company guy in R-Truth and he pretty much used him to bury two stars that he's falling out of favor with. Eric Rowan and his stupid cage. If you were going to show us what was in the cage, you should have did it three to five months ago. Now nobody really cares. And we don't even know what's in it. That Rowan gets so upset. But Truth here picked up the disqualification win when the cage fell over. And Rowan snapped out. And just brutalized our truth And pretty much picked up his cage and walked back to the back. On a disqualification. And then. AJ Styles came out. Who. Honestly. It seems like the company is. On their way to burying him as well. He ended up picking up. The submission win on our truth And just as. Rey Mysterio's. Music hit The OC jumped Mysterio in the back Causing AJ Styles to claim he was now the winner of the tournament Which was very weird because AJ is a competitor Um, Even though he's a heel He's never been a chicken heel So to do that to him Really 
kind of shows a devaluation of the great AJ Styles and what everybody's accustomed to during the course of his career. And a surprise, which really wasn't a surprise because WWE ruined its own surprise by showing pictures on social media of The Undertaker in Saudi earlier in the day and the day before. He comes out after he demolishes Gallows and Anderson in the back and hits AJ Styles with one choke slam and gets the pinfall victory to win a match that he wasn't even supposed to be in. And yes, AJ Styles isn't a young guy, but he's also a full-time superstar. He's not a part-timer. And The Undertaker is a great, he's a legend, he's a Hall of Famer, he's everything and more. But his time is over and the fact that you're going to bury AJ Styles on one chokeslam started a theme for the rest of the pay-per-view. And it's a theme that Vince really needs to end Or it could be the downfall of his company. And it's kind of like watching the final days of WCW and how they buried young talent when WWE won the wars between the two companies. It just seems that Vince is taking his company down that path. And it's tough to watch because I've been a fan of WWE for decades. But he's got to get off this kick that all the greats and the old timers have to bury new talent and good talent. Maybe he will, but it doesn't seem like that yet. The next match on the card was the tag team title match from SmackDown. The New Day versus Morrison and The Miz. It was a solid match. It might have planted the seeds of Kofi finally snapping and fully turning heel and the end of The New Day. Hopefully not because The New Day is very fun. They can change. They're not one persona they don't get stale because they have the ability to adapt but they put the straps back on Miz and Morrison for the first time in a decade it was actually the biggest accomplishment Morrison had since coming back to WWE Um, he was floundering since he's come back so They gave him the strap with his old buddy and old tag team partner. I guess for nostalgia purposes. Again, that was the theme I talked about. He's going back in the day. And trying to run things back and catch lightning in a bottle, I guess to say. But the match was a good one. We've seen it a bunch. We've seen the singles swap matches. 
many times already, and I'm sure this won't be the last time we see these two teams go at it. Angel Garza and uh, um, Umberto Carrillo, both are very talented high flyers. But the WWE and their rules kind of cap what they allow them to do. And you can't cap two guys like that. You just have to let them be them. It's a good feud being that they're cousins and they've been going back and forth. And Garza had put Carrillo out with an injury. And you can do so much with this feud. It's just, I don't think creative knows exactly what to do. And it's really capping the excitement that this feud could bring. Maybe that changes. Maybe that doesn't. But again, this was another match that we've seen multiple times. And there's only so much you can do. With the same kind of match and the same opponent. No matter what kind of history is involved. Hopefully they let them be them. And have one blow off match. That just steals the show like they're both capable of doing. And then they both move on to something better. That enhances both of their careers. The Raw Tag Team Championship was Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy versus the Street Profits. And the Street Profits, their day is coming. They're a very solid tag team. They're exciting in the ring. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, they work well together. They're really fun. And they could be the face of the tag team division. If Vince McMahon just opens his mind and allows it to happen. I know he couldn't this time for storyline purposes. And everything he's trying to build with Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy and AOP. So keeping the straps on Murphy and Rollins was the correct decision. But even though we've seen these four in different kinds of matches... In eight-man tags and six-man tags with the partners changing and everybody being interchangeable in this feud. It's kind of kept it fresh and they always seem to put on a good match. So it still has some excitement and some draw to it. And this was probably one of the best matches on the card. Just in terms of story and in-ring action. It didn't feel stale yet, but hopefully they don't continue to go to the well that often where it does become stale very quickly, and hopefully they don't bury the street profits in the process, because as much as the WWE universe is behind them, Once they get stale and the universe sours on them, it's going to be very tough to bring them back. So hopefully, this isn't starting the burial of the Street Profits. 
the WWE Championship match. Obviously, we knew Brock Lesnar wasn't going to win. But they squashed Ricochet. He lost in under 90 seconds. The little underdog story. They didn't even give him a chance. And it just seems like Ricochet's days in WWE should be over soon. Because he's too talented for the crap that he's being fed. And the constant being kept down because of his size. And because Vince doesn't think smaller guys can sell a crowd. But Ricochet is too talented to be squashed so often and not finally get a big payoff because Ricochet has been one of the supreme talents in every promotion he's been in except WWE and that's only because Vince McMahon doesn't like his size and he's just so enthralled with Brock Lesnar and keeping him looking so indestructible that it hurts everybody else but again back to the theme of burying talent that shows up on a weekly basis for part timers yes Brock has showed up he's been at all the shows for Raw so far and this and that and yada 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 but he's still Brock Lesnar and he could still disappear from television at any time But Ricochet is there. He's on the road for the company. He shows up. He performs on a... Whenever he's asked, whether it's a nightly basis, a weekly basis, he shows up and he puts on a show for the fans. And it's time he got the respect and the credit that he deserves. Because it's sickening that just because he's smaller, he gets buried. Those days are over. And when Vince McMahon learns that, the company will be better off. Another match we've seen a zillion times in Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns. This time it was in a steel cage. It was also sold as the last match between them. Thank the high heavens. Because this feud is stale. It's absolutely stale. It ran its course five months ago, and yet we are still watching the same garbage. It's the same match no matter what country you're in. It's the same match. Roman got the win, and hopefully the feud is over for good. Because if we have to watch this feud another thousand times, I think the crowds are going to revolt. Because it's absolute insanity that we're still watching this feud. The SmackDown Women's Championship went exactly the way we thought it would go. Bailey retained over Naomi. And as good as a talent as Naomi is, her day atop the card seems to be over. Vince seems to have soured on her. 
She's been the same character now for nearly two years with no change at all. And it just seems like he doesn't care what she does. He throws her a bone once in a while and that's it. The only reason she's still in the company, honestly, is because her husband is there. Jimmy Uso, his family's been in the the business and this company pretty much his entire life. So it seems like both of them are going to be lifers with the company and they'll just do what the company asks and they'll just collect a paycheck. Bailey, hopefully they're setting her up for something big. I know Lacey Evans is waiting in the wings and I, I have a feeling that that's who they want to take the belt off of Bailey. And it should happen sooner than later. We'll see. But Bailey needs to go back to being a face because she is absolutely horrendous as a heel. She has no business being a heel. She's not believable as a heel. And it's just sad to watch because she is decent in the ring. I wouldn't say she's a superstar. She's decent in the ring. She has good matches. But she needs to just be a face and end all this nonsense of trying to portray a heel and something that she's not. And the final match was really sickening to watch. It was the SmackDown Championship between The Fiend and Bill Goldberg. Yay! If this was 2000, Goldberg would be atop of any promotion. However, this is 2020, and at 53 years old, he struggled to perform for more than three minutes, and he also struggled to get the Fiend in a jackhammer. And the fact that he won the match and won the title on the road to WrestleMania, beating The Fiend, not Bray Wyatt, he beat The Fiend with four spears and a crap jackhammer. The Fiend, who's been battered with sledgehammers and chairs and toolboxes and whatever else thrown at him, and he didn't even flinch. And a couple of stupid spears and a a botched jackhammer is what took him down. Really shows Vince's mindset of old part-timers still holding a twinkle in his eye. No matter what the new talent deserves. No matter what the new talent does. No matter how the fans react to that talent. It's all about Vince. And what Vince wants, and Vince wanted Roman Reigns at WrestleMania to be cheered. So they put the title on Goldberg to get Goldberg heat. And they destroyed a year's worth of momentum and character building. And it was just sickening to watch. It really was sickening to watch. The fact that social media... WWE marks were taking pictures of their order of AEW revolution 
told the entire story of what a shit ending to a shit pay-per-view it was. This was the worst WWE pay-per-view by far. And it just buried talent that should have never been buried for old part-timers. The fact that Goldberg and Brock Lesnar are the top champions on Raw and SmackDown in 2020 says all you need to know about where this company is heading. Vince better get his head out of his butt and realize that AEW is coming. They're coming fast, they're coming furious, and they're giving fans another promotion to jump on and watch and actually enjoy the product they're given and not crap-filled nonsense that they're just supposed to spend their hard-earned money on. I want to thank you guys for joining me on another installment of In The Mix Sports Radio. This is The Dude, and we'll be back soon with another podcast.